1: Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Well, Matt, fellow adventurers, we are back with Sir Crokington. And now, he's been wandering around a bit and getting some upgrades. He's got himself a shield, and after a lot of time, he... He trimmed it down so it's small enough. Got maybe a thing. I think, uh, got the Dragon Claw Amulet. Which is just, just kind of there. And the Adventurer's Wing. Which is a break, which is uh ankle bracelet for him. Or something like that. Anyway, now he's also learned... Weaponry, weaponry and weaponry stabbing. Those will be going up pretty soon. Anyway, now he did that in the same ways that Zoop did it in his second, maybe third episode. Which is right down at the bottom of the list. Alright, now he's strong enough to go into the caves of Westworld. A dark shadow hangs over Hawklaw. The recent disappearance of a handful of villagers, coupled with a growing number of attacks on livestock at several outlying farms, has led many, many residents to the same grim conclusion. Goblins have returned to Westwold. Start the adventure. Embark on the adventure. A dark shadow has fallen over Hawklaw's late, as a handful of its citizens have gone missing. It is widely suspected that goblins have re-inhabited some of the caves that lie scattered about the Westwall region to the north. The consensus of the village council and the head of the militia is that goblins must be removed by any means necessary when you inquire with the village council regarding the recent events in Westworld, and subsequently offer them your services. They are overjoyed, and immediately summon the head of the village militia, a grey-haired former field captain, the Tilson Army, named Corning. Corning meets you with a shoulder cross, and smiles broadly, when the village council members inform him of your offer, to tackle the problem of Westworld. Too many these days are accustomed to living under the protection of others, says Corinne gruffly. I'm certainly happy to see that not all the bold adventurers have left these parts. The world sorely needs folk like yourself, who haven't forgotten forgotten grit and valour for a life of contented quiet behind the shield. Corn explains that Westworld... Stare of forest and farmland north east of the village, you learn it was once nothing but a vast, untamed wilderness prowled by all sorts of foul creatures goblins, trolls, ogres, explains Corinne. They all lived in that wild place at one time. Over the centuries, they were, of course, killed off and chased in into the sort of shadowy halls. Of the world. It's been a long time since anyone spotted a goblin out and about in the, those parts. Corin tells you that several farmers whose stands border, Westworld, have recently spotted goblins sneaking through their fields or skulking about in the forest. These farmers have also reported missing livestock. And of course, says Corin. It's a handful of folk that have gone missing as well. You learn that it is wildly suspected that goblins have in. Been... We inhabited one or more of the MANY caves that litter the Westworld area. Cohen and the members of the Council fear the foul creatures are only biding their time until they have gathered sufficient numbers to launch a full-scale raid on Hawklaw and other local settlements. Problems like this one can't be allowed to fester, says Corin. A few goblins slinking out of the shadows to steal livestock, or grow into bloodthirsty army capable of raising villages and towns. The situation is discussed at length. Length. And in the end, it decided you will go to Westworld alone and discover the true nature of the threat that exists there. Corin tells you that he and the village council wish to be kept informed of your progress in Westworld. The king's member, council members saying that while they cannot offer you a king's ransom... They will see to it that you receive 500 gold tokens upon the successful completion of your mission. As the meeting concludes, the council members wish, wish you luck and thank you for your bravery. Corin takes you aside and shows you a collection of items he says you are free to take. Perhaps something here will be of use to you. Uh, I'm going to have to spend a little time rejigging them. Let's see, we got a leather tunic. Yeah, I'll, I'll just take all the arm and see what works later. And the weapons are, well, well one of them's is a dagger, but it's worse than what I've got. Can't use a club. The club's way too big. Okay. Before you depart, Corrin explains how to reach Christwold, and offers you a few final words of caution. He also commends you for undertaking such a dangerous, difficult and dangerous task. All of Goblin Dom is savage, and, show, and knows no mercy, he cautions you. Hatred is their very essence, and is that which drives them. You must never expect quarter from their like, and you would be wise to give not none. With the ominous words of coin still ringing in your ears, you make your way out of the village council building. Prepare to set out on your mission. Alright. Then I can just travel to Westworld. One of the early missions. So you still get some tutorial. And you get item drops. uh, Is the leather skullcap better? Than what I've got already? No. No, no, none of the, none of the stuff is is an upgrade. Okay, time to go to Westworld. Westworld is a vast region of forested hills, jagged tours, and outlying f- farmland on the northeast edge of the village of Hawklaw. This wild place has a history of playing host to a wide assortment of less than desirable inhabitants over the years. Including such denizens as goblins, ogres and trolls. You discover a small network of caves on one of the nearby slopes. And the stony trail that winds its way up into the hills bears evidence of recent goblin activity. Several sets of ga- goblin tracks lead up to the largest of the cave mouths. Move up, to the tra- up the trail to the cave. This is a safe spot, so I can rest here. Cool drift. pool breeze drifts out of the wide, dark mouth of the cave before you. The ground around the cave's moor shows much sign of recent activity a vague feeling of apprehension comes over you as you peer into the unsettling gloom there's five adventurers recently here they're all gonna be new because you don't go here except when you're new Uh, which is a good sign. Good sign. People are coming here. Uh, enter the dark cave. Light streams into the cave. From its mouth to the south. Two broken wooden spears. And a tattered leather waistcoat. Lie against the wall here. A close examination. Of the waistcoat. Reveals that it has been. Pierced Repeatedly And it is heavily stained with blood. Alright, I'm going to go north. The dank patches, the dank, glistening walls of the cave, covered with thick patches of green, pungent mould. Now and again, from some distant corner of this subterranean lair, hear the sound of dripping water. Your progress along the passage is halted when shouts ring out. Up's oh, ahead. You can clearly make out the voices of at least two humans intermingled with those of several goblins. Before long, five goblins emerge from the shadows, leading a group of three humans, a severely wounded man and two women. The humans have had their hands bound, and each shows obvious signs of ugly misuse. Suddenly, the wounded man stumbles and falls to his knees. Before he can attempt to regain his feet, two of the goblins set upon him and begin to beat him savagely. One of the women screams, but is instantly silenced by a solid blow from one of her goblin captives. She slumps to the ground, moaning pitifully. Without a second thought, you rush forward and attack the goblin. Sh-boing! A sudden appearance startles the goblins. Before the wretched creatures have fully regained your wits, you launch a fierce and deadly attack on the closest two, two shade goblins. Now, what about if I use my power of divination? sort of thought. You tear into your enemy's mind with a powerful telepathic attack. Plus three melee waiting this round. Yes. All right. Okay. That so? Sort of thought boss boost my miller waiting. Won't need that. Oh well. Anyway, it is slain. I just Spoink! I just uppercut stab uppercut stab. Both of them. Plus one to divination. You step over the bloody corpse of the goblins, and glare menacingly at the three remaining goblins. Two of the goblins step back, apparently dismayed by your display of combat proudness. Prowess. The largest of the three, however, moves towards you, brandishing a crude stone axe. He snarls ferociously as he draws into melee range. It's a large, shaved goblin. Alright, just gonna have to stab him. I stab at my enemy. Slave goblin swipes at you with his crude stone axe, but he's not getting anywhere, except dead, which he is. He's slain your foe. One XP to weaponry. The weapon. The goblin staggers to the left and slumps to the fo- floor, nearly decapitated. The two remaining slave goblins turn and flee into the shadows the sound of their footfalls quickly fading. You move over to the three humans and sever the bonds that tie their hands. It's just there. They all at once make for the cave entrance to the south. You help the fallen man to his feet and with his arm over your shoulder. Okay, now that's not working. You, fo- uh, you follow behind the two women as they hurriedly exit the goblin lair. You emerge into the sh- sunlight of Westworld, the wounded man. No, 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 that didn't happen, that then. <laughs> no, it can't be over my neck. I'm not, I'm tiny. Anyway, I, I, they get out, they get out somehow. You introduce yourself to the group of three who repeatedly thank you for rescuing them from the goblin captors. They're all battered and shaken from their recent ordeal. They look upon you with overflowing admiration. He came along not a moment too soon, he says, wincing as he speaks. Those hellish creatures already killed six of us. We were no doubt moments away from sharing their fate. Learn that the people, the three people you've rescued Asko, are actors, part of the third house acting troupe that left Tanninus almost a month ago. (laughs) <laughs> the wounded man, Eka, two women, Joa and Sharina, explain that there were nine members in the troop, and they are the last surviving members. They came on us at dusk as Joa, choking back tears as she speaks in a wavering voice. My two brothers were the only ones among us bearing arms, they were the first to be killed by those foul beasts. They took the west, thought, since that cave. My sleep will never again be free from nightmares. Ilka rises to his feet and embraces Jor, as tears begin streaming down her face. Keener tells you the other four members of the troop were killed inside the cave by a large, fearsome a particularly brutal goblin named Balak. He must be the leader of the goblins, she says, tone one of sadness, edged with anger. For the other goblins feared him greatly. He wore a necklace of live spiders, and he carved and devoured pieces of raw flesh from those whose lives he ended without mercy with his terrible blade. There are others in that place, too. Still alive, I doubt it will be for much longer. If you are to have any hope of rescuing them, you must not delay. You though tell the actions you have no intention of letting any further harm come to those the goblins have taken captive. And you only hope you will be able to rescue them in time. Wounded? Fatigued and still badly shaken from their deal. The three actors are eager to move away from Westhold at once. You point them in the direction of Hawklaw and tell them they can find health, shelter, and safety within the village. Good luck to you, Sir Croakington, says Ekka as he and the others start off on their journey out of Westhold. Our prayers will be with you. Uh, Yes, as the group steps away, Sharina turns for her companions, rushes back to you, throws her arms around you, embracing you tightly. My Pets, I guess. Just petting. Petting. The whole... You don't need your arms, I'm not that big. Sharina steps back and looks at her companions, who have stopped to wait for her, and smiles. If you're ever in Talon, Sir she says, can find us at the third house on Pen- Pennycarne Lane. Where the old father watch over you in that dark place. Farewell. You wave to the actors as they depart. And watch after them until they disappear from sight. When they're gone. You again turn your attention to the dark entrance of the goblin lair. So I can rest here. Just restore my envy. Back into the cave, okay. Back to the crossroads where we met those pe- those people. All right, I'll go west. Life isn't peaceful there. A severed human head lies discarded on the floor of the cave here. Anger wells up within you as you ponder the vicious quality of goblin kind. All right. I've been going a bit southwest. Now north. The sudden appearance of two shade goblins at the passage ahead freezes you in your tracks. The two goblins are clad in leather armour and each carries a crude short sword. Upon catching sight of you the wicked creatures shriek and rush along the passage, waving their swords wildly. This is two goblin warriors. Begin combat with them. They slash with their crew blades. But I just stab them. Alright. They drop some equipment. Hide sleeves common. not going to be able to equip them right now. Because i got to wee jig them. Where where is it? well, uh, uh, let's see. I, I took took them out. So fix them later. The last of the two goblin staggers back, and you firmly plant your foot on his chest, sending his lifeless foot corpse crashing to the cave floor. Fearing the sound of battle may attract more goblins, you decide to immediately continue on your way. Alright, now I'm going east. The passage you're following opens to a small, roughly circular torchless chamber. Standing on the far side of the chamber is a goblin clad in sev- several layers of animal hiding carrying a long crooked stick is flanked by two larger sword wielding goblins. Upon spotting you, the goblin shamans, snarls and directs the two warriors to attack. The two goblins charge across the chamber to meet you, their blades poised to strike. Two goblin warriors.
0: Uh, oh, they're nearly down.
2: They slash with their cool blades, I stab, and they are slain. Like two gold, you step back from the blood remains of the two goblin warriors and boldly confront the decrepit shaman. He shrinks back into a shadowy corner and waves his warty hand in a strange but deliberate fashion. Hey, don't get into a warty contest with a toad! sensation of nausea washes over you. It's a goblin shaman who is going to die. The goblin shaman strikes at you with his crooked wooden staff. But I hop out of the way. And then stab him. With probably the same hop. And anyway, it is slain. Another 1xp. The goblin shame and falls to the floor of the cave and weaves about in the throes of death for several seconds before becoming still. You step over the lifeless form. Why well, hop over the lifeless form of the wretched goblin prepare to continue on my, on my way. All right, that's the west passage done. Back to the crossroads. Past the severed head, all right. Now north. All right. Now let's branch off to the west. You step into a small alcove, that's apparently served an evil purpose. The body of a recently slain, sh- slain, slain human male is chained to a large stone by his hand. There are at least two dozen stab wounds scattered. Scattered across the dead man's back. The cowardly brutality of the man's goblin captors stirs up a deep rage within you. You mutter a prayer over the fallen man and silently promise his death will be avenged. And useless equipment, ten gold. Alright, going a bit more west. You step into a small alcove and there's pounds. Served, a, served an evil purpose. The body of recently slain human female is chained to a large stone by her feet. A woman's throat has been cut and multiple stab wounds covering her torso. The cowardly brutality of this woman goblin capture stirs up a deep rage within you. You mutter a prayer over the fallen woman silently promise her death will be avenged and terrible equipment another 10 gold all right back to the north passage keep going north and then east and at the end you're freezing your chat tracks of the passage you're following opens into a long wide chain Through the gloom, you count 17 goblins within the womb. Some sleeping, and others tending to their weapons. This appears to be sleeping quarters for a large number of goblins. Due to the placement of goblins within the chamber, you feel. that should you enter it, they may quickly and easily be able to surround you, thus cutting off any opportunity of escape. Step into the chamber and attack the goblins! You bow, you hop boldly into the chamber and immediately spotted by a lanky one-eyed goblin who shrieks in an alarm at once the entire chamber springs into life as as goblins he, leap to their feet and fumble for the weapons, you spring ahead and attack the first two goblins you reach as they desperately attempt. To draw their weapons and defend themselves. Two shade goblins. And soon there'll be two less of them. <laughs> Stab! I must have went in from the side. how? Because I got both of them in one go. Yes. Eh. Maybe I'm a little bit poisonous. That might have helped. One XP. The shrieks of many shades. Goblins fill the chamber, drowning out the death cries of the two goblins whose lives you ended almost simultaneously. Several goblins flee the chamber, while others grab their weapons and prepare to attack the the toad who had invaded their lair. As you advance across the room, you are met by a large goblin warrior, wielding a broad-bladed blow-bowl. Bone sword Shade Goblin Warrior takes slashes at you with this bone sword. And I stab and then I stab again and it is slain two XP The large goblin warrior is dead. His bone sword lies on the floor, almost a foot from the hand that once cruelly wielded it. You look up from the corpse of the goblin to see four menacing shade goblins advancing across the chamber towards you. The four goblins advance upon you in a semi orderly fashion, each of them wielding a nasty looking barbed flail. These four appear to be the last remaining goblins in the chamber. So I could. I could run away, but I'm not going to do that. Hold my ground and engage the four advancing goblins. The four goblins snarl as they move into attack, wielding their barbed fails with some degree of skill. It's a flail-wielding goblin, and it's a plus-eight rolls required, so I'm time to use my powers. Melee Scry. You channel your powers of divination, so foresee your enemy... And told your enemy's next attack. Plus 5 to minimating this round, making a plus 6 roll. Stab at your enemy. Alright, I'll keep stabbing. The goblins shriek viciously if they lash you with their bar fails. And now they are slain. Stab, 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 stab. 18 XP. The last of the flail-wielding goblins joins his dead kin on the floor of the cave. You quickly peer about the chamber. And much to your liking, there were no living goblins to be found. Make a quick search of the room. And I find some terrible weapons. And one that's worth selling at least. And 18 gold. After you've rested for a few moments, you once again Prepare to set off through the cave. Alright. Down. Back to the north-south passage. Your progress on the cave is halted by a threat that suddenly looms out of the shadows. It's an elite goblin warrior. Not that elite though. It's only a four, plus four wall. Attacks you with his crude weapon. And is slain and 2xp. Following your victory you spend a few moments recovering for once again setting off through the cave. Alright, there's a passage to the east, I'll just go down it. It's a goblin warrior. A stab! <laughs> yep, right through the heart. Deck. And some equipment. Following your victory, you spend a few moments recovering before once again setting off through the cave. Alright, keep going east, a bit south at the end. A set of waff hewn stone steps leads down into darkness here the end of the passage. Descend the steps here, but not yet. I want to clear out this floor first. Alright, just making my way back to the crossroads. And then go East. The word Balak has been carved into the wall here in this crude goblin script. Uh, A large shade goblin, crafting a variety of crude wooden weapons, looks up startled as you step into the small chamber. He snatches up a stone-tipped spear and leaps to his feet, thrusting wildly at you. It's a goblin weapon, Smith. Now, yeah. well, I'll use the power to entangle. Long, golden chains suddenly appear and bind your foe, plus one adjustment to your combat wall, and your enemy is unable to attack this wound. And it's sustained power, so yeah, let's break it. so it can disable your enemy for multiple turns. Hmm. Pretty effective. Uh, anyway, you stabbed now, are you dead? All right, the goblin swift pitches forward, strikes the floor of the cave hard. Splattering the walls of the small room with the tiny beads of goblin blood. Although the weapons he has been crafting are very crude, not of much serviceable use, the stone-tipped spear he wields appears to be of excellent quality. I guess I'll take put that in my magical bag of holdings somehow, and sell it later. Not wishing to linger here anywhere long in this, so once again set off with a stone tip spear. Sturdy quality. Alright, now. South East Corner. Your foot comes into contact with something in the shadows. Look down to behold the decapitated corpse of a man lying against the wall of the passage. I wonder, is he the man who had that head we found earlier? Could be, could be. I guess the head got a long way. I guess they had, they played a bit of a foot head. It's like football, but with a head. The leather pack resting atop the body contains two Quebec elixirs, which I'm definitely taking because they're very useful and they're in a limited quantity in the entire game.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: You mutter a silent prayer of the fallen human for once again setting off through the cave. Your progress on in the cave passage is halted by a threat that suddenly looms out of the shadows. It's an unarmed goblin. I mean, you shouldn't even be here. Stab! You're nearly dead. The goblin murderously attacks you with tooth and claw. Stab again. Now you're proper dead. One XP. And some equipment I might be wearing later. Following with victory, you spend a few moments recovering before once again setting off through the cave. Okay. do doo doo doo, doo. Three flail-wielding goblins. They strike at you with their flails. All right. Oh, they nearly got me. Time to entangle them. Alright, that's better. And they got entangled up, and now they are slain. Two XP. Following your victory, you spend a few moments for once again setting off through the cave. Fortunately, I can just quick heal, but that has used up most of my in en- my N, V. All right, here's a bone-armoured goblin. I used to find a stab through the gaps, and it is slain. Padded cap and nine gold following your victory you spend a few moments with cove once again setting off through the cave all right i'm going to go to the entrance head south and leave the cave rest here restore my NV just now see if any of the equipment i got is an actual improvement all right took a bit of jiggling about to get them to fit but now i've got slightly improved equipment Raising my SP from 40 to 43. Back into the save again. And enter the dark cave. Two flail wielding goblins. Well, three of you weren't enough. I don't see what hope you think just two of you has. Destroy could do with their flails and are slain. One XP. And I get some equipment, to Oh, plate gauntlets. I can make sure they're an improvement. Well, that would be once... Yeah, it's one to two, so... All right, back to the entrance to... To fix them up. West, And then equip these cave gauntlets. Because at the start you're going to have very regular equipment changes. That's just that's just how it works in pretty much all games. Yeah, at the start you're going to be putting new things in slots, but then you'll settle into a into something that you just you're just the tip for that area at least. All right, now down these stairs. All right, I'll start by going west. The air here, in the lower oasis of the cave, is somewhat warmer than it was closer to the surface. The sound of dripping water, once distant, is now louder and more distinct. Your progress along the passage is halted by the sudden appearance of a goblin leading two half-starved wolves on a store chain. The goblin sneers and releases his vicious beasts of war, who bound along the passage to leap at you. The wolves ravishly tear at your flesh. Two vicious wolves. Bad dogs. Bad dogs. You're so bad you're not even dogs yet. Bad. Bad dog yet dogs. You should consider being dogs, and then being good. Alright, stab them. There's one stabbed. One almost, the second's almost stabbed. The fish, the wolves snarl viciously as they tear at your flesh. Oh, I didn't get, I missed, I missed that time. And they are slain. 6xp. The last wolf emits a painful yelp and crashes to the floor of the cave where it lies in a pool of its own blood next to its dead kin the goblin turns and flees into the darkness leaving you alone in the passage alright that's the south bit that's the west passage now to go north and then there's another crossroad I go west a pile of decaying human remains sits in the corner here you count the heads of free humans in this gruesome pile of carnage. Uh, does woodmanship help me find anything? No. Oh, I'm going to have to learn feathery as well at some point. You're about to turn. Oh, he, <laughs> Turn head back into the cave. Back to the south when he spots something resting in the corner of his shadowy alcove. Oh, some. Equipment that's rubbish, but I'll sell it. Passage comes to a butt end when your eyes fall upon a pitiful sight. Huddled in the corner, chained to the wall, is an emancipated goblin with a patch over one eye and a wooden peg in the place of his white leg. Discern this wretched creature has been beaten severely. Slowly turns its head to face you. It's wise wide, this looks upon you with a mixture of horror and fear. So I can set it free, kill it, or just leave it. I use divination to give me clues. Using a powerful dip power divination, he kept to gain insight into this creature's plight. Chowling divination channeling channeling some more keep channeling keep channeling it succeeded the fear the goblin you feel the goblin is in fear for its life it's not entirely trust you However, you since the goblin does not necessarily mean you harm well that's good enough good enough set the wretched goblin free with some patience and a little ingenuity, you are able to free the goblin from his chains. His eyes grow wide with astonishment, as the bonds slip to the floor and he rushes shakily to his feet. Thank you, he croaks in a shallow, weak voice. Take this, human The Goblin places a small copper pea on the floor copper key on the floor by your feet, and staggers off into the darkness. I've got a small copper key. Presumably that will open something very close by. Well, I know that, but... Sir Crokington doesn't know that. This small copper key is inscribed with the likeness of a fanged serpent. Satisfied there is nothing further to be done here. He once again set off through the cave. Okay, it's an elite goblin warrior once more. Bash, steppity, stab, stab, stab. It is slain. Two XP. Alright, now check out the east passage. Nothing there. Nothing there at all. Just a bit of quick healing. Two-armed goblins step up the shadow into the passage in front of you. The goblins draw serrated blades and sneer contemptuously at you as they appear to be sizing you up. Well, let's attack the goblin guards. To see how tough these ones are. Oh, they're grey, grey, grey-coloured. The goblins snarl viciously as you launch your attack and counter with one of your own. You're quickly locked in brutal combat with this pair of skilled warriors. Two elite goblin guards. I'll just entangle them first. With magic. A shimmering length of golden rope suddenly appears and binds your foe. There's one to come back there. Okay. The rope still binds them. Thick, weaving vines appear and twist themselves around your foe. Alright, it's ending. Entangle them again. You have slain your foe. Alright. 10 XP. The two goblins are dead. You look over the session and discover only their two-suited blades and a small pouch of gold. I'll just take those things to sell later. And... Seven gold tokens. The sound of goblin feet flapping against the cave floor in distance. Reminds you, it is not safe to lynch here. Without further delay, you set off again on your way through the cave. Okay, now. Coming up is... The most difficult fight in this dungeon. I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. The sound of bare feet arriving against the floor of the quay precedes the arrival of a sizable goblin warband. The dozen well-armed, fierce goblin warriors are quickly approaching from ahead. Yet you are certain that these cruel humanoids have not yet seen you corner of the eyes, and what a small dark alcove inside the passage so I could duck into the alcove and hide which is probably what I should do or I could attack the goblin warband I'll attack the goblin warband as surprised as they are by your presence the savage band of goblins seems to relish the opportunity to brutally make sport of you the foul creatures leap at you with animal ferocity Tearing to a flesh, tooth, claw, blade, and trying to step on me as well. The Shade Goblin Warband. It's a plus 16 roll, so I've definitely got to use magic. Entangle. Oh, no, the enemy has broken free from my conjured entanglement. They're not supposed to do that. Oh, tangle them again! Okay, maybe... Alright, melee scry? Mm. Oh dear, I'm not doing very well. Alright, All right, I'm gonna have to run. Run away, run away, run away. It's too tough, too tough. You've fled from combat. you fled from... You flee from the savage band of goblins, not daring to pause into your flight until you've reached the steps leading up. All right, I'm going to have to go back to the entrance to heal from that. Climb the stairs... With a quick healing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't quite handle the. The Goblin War Band. At least. Not quite yet. Which means. Not ever. Because it's moved on to. Band about in war. Apparently. Or whatever it is they were going to do. But they're off now. I hope. I hope they don't hurt anyone because that's probably their intention oh dear oh well too late to do anything about it now okay and all right i've got east past the bow i can go south or north i'll go south the passage opens abruptly into a wide, torchlit chamber filled with dozens of goblins, many spying with each other, and many more grouped around the large fire that blazes near the centre. You press yourself against the wall, as if any direct line of sight from the chamber's inhabitants. I continue to observe the unsettling scene. Your eyes are subtly drawn to a group of ten humans seated against the far wall. Their hands and feet are bound by quick, thick rope, and several of them appear to be only barely conscious. The cuts and bruises covering their exposed flesh betray the ill use they've suffered at the hand of their, hands of their captors. Suddenly, you spot a goblin much larger than the others. Moving about near the fire. A broad sword is hung over his back and its thickly muscled form, visible beneath his scarred leather breastplate, is a startling departure from the fail almost, almost an emancipated look common among his goblin kin. Probably because he's been eating all their food The, the nearly human sized fiend roughly tosses goblins from his pass as he stalks across the chamber barking orders in a deep rumbling voice you have little doubt the large goblin is the chieftain you realize that to effect a rescue of the humans means entering the chamber and confronting the fearsome chieftain and his minions So enter the chamber or head back to north. Enter the chamber! The moment you step into the chamber, a hush falls over its occupants as every pair of eyes falls upon you. Several goblins, armed with spears, rush forward to confront you, but a sharp order sends them shack cattering. You watch with apprehension. The so large goblin, who gave the order, pushes his way through the throng of his cruel kin. Drawing up to face you, and live a dozen yards. So this is the toad fool who, who invades my domain, sneers the goblin. Know that you look upon Balalak, the unmerciful worm. Gerard, Gerarder. Kill this witch! Two large shade goblins, nearly the size of their leader, shape forward. step forward from the goblins that line the premise of the chamber and move towards you without hesitation. Their stone bladed axes poised to cut you down. So I could one or fight. But if I won, I'll just have to come back again. So I fight. Hold my ground and meet the goblin attack. The two, the goblins encircling the chamber, shriek and jeer at you as the two mighty axe-wielding warriors close in. As the two goblins draw within melee range. You note the countless scars that whittle their faces and upper torsos, a testament to a life of harsh existence and countless battles. It's Gadarug and Juragda, and there are seven plus to stab. The two goblin boys chop at you with their deadly axes. Well, three stabs, and they're now gone. They are slain. 18 XP. The shrieking of the goblins in the chamber ceases abruptly. As your final blow sends Gouron's lifeless form toppling to the floor of the cave. Balak wars with rage and a series of swift, fluid oceans unsheathes his sword. The sword slung across his back and beheads uh, a goblin standing next to him. He then grabs a robed goblin standing to his left and shoves Fail, creature towards him. Melt him, Kuzek, he orders. Do not fail me. The Goblin Shaman begins moving his hand in a circular, hypnotic pattern. Almost at once, you find yourself overcome by a powerful sense of nausea. Fight or flee? Fight, of course. Before you can reach the Goblin Shaman, He thrusts his arm forward, and a burning blob of thick black ooze appears out of thin air and hurtles towards your head. Now, if I had telekinesis or fortification at 5+, I would be able to use them, but I don't, so I can't attempt to dodge the burning ooze. He dive into the ground in a desperate bid to dodge the hurtling mass of ooze, picking a number. Bonus of 12 from agility. Gotta get fifty or more. Pick now. Twenty-three. Failure. You howl in pain as the burning ooze slams into you. Wrapping your body in a shearing sh- shearing shell. Eight damage. You drop to the crane floor and roll about in agony as you desperately try to shed the remnants of the strange ooze. In no matter of moments, the intensity of the pain has subsided. But before you can fully regain your feet, the goblin shaman is upon you, striking you savagely with a spiked club. Well, you're going to get stabbed. High shaman kazik. Oh. Yeah, it's bleeding all over the place now. And then another stab, and it is dead. 17 XP. Balak's coal cool glade is fixed on the remains of his dead shaman. Suddenly, he throws his head back and roars with rage the goblins standing about him shatter, and no doubt fearing for their lives. Two of the fleeing goblins aren't so lucky. With the two swift and savage blows, the enraged chieftain leaves the heads of two cleaves gobl- the heads of two goblins and hacks at their fallen corpses with his heavy broadsword. So, in the last ten minutes, he has killed as many goblins as I have. What, what a, you are a terrible boss, Balak. A terrible, terrible boss. Balak sets forward and levels the, bl- levels the blade of his poor sword at you. His scar-woodled face twisted into a fearsome snarl. A necklace of live spiders, hello, dangles from his neck. And his thickly muscled forearms quiver as his powerful hands renew the a grip on the hilt of the sword. You stare at death, worm, he snarl, growls, barring a, bearing a jagged line of sharp rotting teeth. Today you shall die by the blade of Balak, the unmerciful. So attack or flee? Attack, of course! The goblins circling the chamber silent as their master stalks forward. Fearly engaging. engaging the bold toad who has invaded their lair. Balak, the Shade Goblin Chieftain, begin combat. Eight plus to roll. Balak snarls as he swings his heavy blade at you for eight damage. But then I get a proper stabbing, For 30 damage, he's nearly down. Oh, well, oh, oh, that's... Uh, I do six. He does four. But then, one more stab. Right next, to, right in the neck, or whatever. Slain your foe. Thirty-four XP. Your final blow nearly decapitates the goblin chieftain. Balak spins around once, staggers forward a few steps, and collapses onto the floor of the cave. A sticking gurgle escapes from his float for several seconds and then suddenly stops. You quickly assume a defensive stance, half half expecting to be set upon by more goblins. Yet much to your relief, all the goblins turn and flee into the shadows. Well he was such a terrible boss. How can you really expect any loyalty? None of them daring to confront the human who just ended the life of their master. In a matter of moments, not a single living goblin remains in the chamber. You examine Balak's remains and discover the following, which you promptly take Balalax's board sword, a granite key, and a hundred and nine gold tokens. You quickly make your way over to the human prisoners and free them from their bonds. The four prisoners are overjoyed, and several of them are moved to tears as they stagger to their feet and cast off the remnants of the rope that bound them. One of them, a young man named Lemo, tells you they were all captured at various times by the goblins, and that some of them had been held in the cave for nearly a month, Lemore tells you the goblins killed and devoured several of the captives. Began to fear, their days were numbered. They are cowardly lot, he says, his eyes burning with hatred. Without their chief, then there are none among them. The courage to face a woman of your prowess. Uh, oh yeah, I'm female. I forgot. Uh, I'm a female called Sir. Uh, uh-huh. Oh well when you're a toad, no one can no who can tell you what gender you are. I should not doubt that we have that we have that we have seen the last of them about these parts for some time. One of the men, a herbalist from the village of Colonia, sets about tending to some of the more seriously wounded and preparing them on a journey out of the cave. While this is going on. You make a thorough search of the chamber. Alright, okay. Sir so is an ungendered title here. There, fine. There. I just said it. Yeah, anyone could be knighted. Yep, sir, so that's just it's just if you're knighted, you're a sir. That's just how it works. While this is going on, make a thorough search of the cave. So a search of the chamber. Okay. Wait, wait, Ugh. something's happening with the internet. Uh, what do I find? In Walton Corner you find several cloth, s- cloth sacks containing a large amount of gold, 345 gold. You discover several items of interest scattered around the chamber, some weapons, some banded gauntlets... Well crafted bone belt. I'll be taking that. And fifteen gold tokens. Just as you're concluding your your search, you come upon a stone chest with a copper lid. The likeness of a fang serpent is etched into copper painting on the top of the lid. Ooh, Fang Serpent. Wait a minute, I saw that on the key! This chest is locked and appears to be sound in all aspects. If I had feathery, I could try to use that. But I don't need to, because I just so happen to have the small copper key. This small copper key is Yep, well, we've seen it before. Use it. 4xP General. The chest is now locked. You carefully open the lid here inside its contents. A large quantity of gold, secured in cloth bags, goes to the bottom of the chest. Beneath these, you discover this, a silver wing. It's an identified wing. But I'll identify it very soon. This piece of common armour will protect your finger. Okay. Well, what do I do? let to identify it to see what it's really like. You join Lenmore and the others, and when it is determined that everyone is ready, you begin a slow and cautious journey out of the cave. You reach the entrance of the cave without incident. Encountered no sign of any goblins drawing, drawing the trek to the surface. I guess they're off in search of a better boss, or maybe they'll find a, maybe they'll find a boss amongst themselves, or maybe they don't need bosses at all. Who's to say? Who's to say? There are many tears and cries of joy among the former captives as they spill out of the cave mouth into the bright afternoon sunlight of Westworld. As you are prepared to set out with the group for Hawklaw, you are approached by Lenmore, who removes a silver medallion from around his neck and hands it to him you. Silver Axe Medallion. This small silver medallion shaped like an axe was given to you by Lenmore one of the humans taken captive by the goblins in Westworld cannot say why for certain but you feel there is more to this seemingly insignificant twinket than meets the eye it isn't much to be sure i like you to have it all the same you politely thank Lenmore as you accept the odd piece which as far as I can recall Has never done anything. The short trek to Hawklore is swift and uneventful. And news of your victory over the goblin spreads quickly upon your return. Townsfolk stop in the street and peer at the windows as you pass. To get a good look at the brave adventurer who single-handedly ended the gathering threat in Westworld. When you arrive at the village council building there is already a sizeable crowd forming on the steps and a loud cheer goes up from them as you approach. Corin appears and ushers you through the crowd and into the building. It's undoubtedly in victory that you return to us," size Corin as he meets you on his shoulder cross inside the council building. Corin and the village members of the village council Listen with great interest and without a single interruption as you relate to them a full account of your adventures in Westworld. When at last you describe your battle with the goblin chieftain and his minions and the rescue of the prisoners, the council members and Corin shower you with praise worthy of the great deed. It's a tale that will be told for a long time. For a long while about these parts, says Corin. One of the village council members produces a wooden box and presents it to you. The box contains 500 gold tokens that were promised you at the outset of your mission. Each member of the council in turn meets you in a shoulder cross as they express to you their gratitude. Yeah, yeah, I've I figured out how to do this. It involves hopping on one shoulder and then the other. When they are finished, they bid you farewell, and you prepare to set off on your way. She near the door, however, Corinne pulls you aside and thanks you again. Your victory is sure to be, be the talk about these parts for some time to come, he says. It will no doubt serve to remind folk that the quiet, simple life in great Cuffins here and elsewhere. It's only possible with people like you, Sir, quoting to Willing to waste life and limb to protect it. Corin slaps you on the back and tells you to stop in from time to time as you step out the village council building back into Hawklaw's main thoroughfare. And that's the end of that quest with 768 experience to general. I'll just west to recover. Now, what did we find? Fortunately, I started off with the Carnia 30, so I can use that. Spike iron Wing, 16 XP to a Carnia. I can just equip that wing, of course, not as a wing, but. And Spike iron Wing provides 2 MR, and now raising it up to 38. That would have come in handy during the previous dungeon? that probably made some of the grey ones green. Oh, well. I'd probably still got whooped by the Goblin Warband, huh? no? Anyway, oh, and a load of new adventures have been unlocked. A load of them. I mean, it used to be about 30, and now it's 46. Um, any other equipment I can equip? The Uh, wing belt two. Bone belt three. Yeah, I can equip the bone well, bone belt. Now I'm now I'm in the village where well, I can tighten it up so it fits. There we are. Anyway, so the next adventure will either be more, Sir Quakington, or maybe. It will be the Oakenstone Mask Adventure that is coming live on Monday, the 6th of September 2021. And anyway, either way, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.